Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 29 of uh, There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate first watch, rewatch podcast. I don't know if anyone, no one can see this but Grace, but when I say first watch, rewatch, I do a There's little a robot dance, dance. There's a first watch, Every- rewatch, dance move. <laughs> there is. <laughs> it's, um, it's like take the running man and the robot and throw them together yeah. and make one new dance move. There's a weird, anyways. The first watch, rewatch. I like it. <laughs> I am Nixie. <laughs> and I am Grace. Today we're going over season two, episode eight, Family, which I have no subtitle for, but every time I hear the I word family, either. I think of James and the Giant Peach when they all sing to him the family song. That's see, and that's I think of Lilo we're and Stitch. We're family, all of us and I you. think I think of Lilo and Stitch. That's a good one. Ohana does mean family. Ohana means family. Shout out to my and family. Family means no one gets left behind. Because Ryak forgotten. Because Ryak wasn't left behind. Oh, Teal'c was forgotten. Bringing it all around. Family, <laughs> aka the Lilo and Stitch episode. Aka Elvis singing aliens. <laughs> what if Teal could sing? No, Teal'c's not the person I want to see sing Elvis. Okay. Is I want to see Braytac singing Elvis. That would be pretty fun. He has Maybe. the cape. Maybe that's what he does in his downtime. Like, maybe when he was hanging out with Hammond of Texas. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, let me take you to this, like... Maybe it was, like, a like a country line dancing bar. Yeah. But then okay. there was, like, what is this guy that we're listening to? And they it was, like, Elvis Hour? Blues or something. Yeah. Elvis Hour at the... Uh, this is going way all over. Yeah, I blame the hot dogs we... and the beer. It's, it's baseball opening, opening day, guys. Happy opening day. So, go Giants. Go Tigers. Uh, so we, we bartender Nick, instead of supplying us with bartended cocktails today, supply us with hot dogs and ham. High quality, I should say. All American baseball traditional foods. Yes. Hot dogs and burgers and beer. And beer. And uh, we're drinking Stone, actually, right now, yeah. which is a favorite of yours just because it's California. Yeah, it's from California. I mean, it is Padres country. It is from San Diego, but that's okay. It's still California. California. It's still, still National League West. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love my Tigers, but not enough to speak words like that. I, I love baseball <laughs> and I love the Giants. I the just, orange and black unite. In fact, it might be time to dye my hair orange again. I just like <laughs> Michigan teams except for the Wolverines. <laughs> anyway, so this episode, Family, is yes. a podcast on that and not baseball and food. Not at all. Um, this aired on August 14th, 1998. It was written by Catherine Powers, a name we know. I know her well. Directed by William Garrity, a name we know. <laughs> Let's get this right off the bat first thing. Yes. The most important part of this episode. Tony Amadola's Braytech is back, everyone. <gasps> yes. Braytech is basically our shining light of awesome. Our favorite is to never. In the ever? So damn cool. I know words. Yep. Words are hard. We okay. actually had a, a faithful listener, he, he wrote in and he pointed out that there's a, a so there's a Galaxy, I think it's a Galaxy 7 commercial where it's. What? So the it's like a sequel. The first commercial is like him pouring champagne on his phone. Okay. And like his buddy tries pouring champagne on his. It doesn't work. And it doesn't work. And there's a sequel that it's basically he walks into a bodega and it's Tony Amadola as the bodega employee 
And he comes in, he's like, champagne, and because he's almost out right. pouring champagne on his phone, so he walks and gets more champagne and then, like, pays and then walks out pouring champagne on his phone. Boyfriend Jesse's phone just got cooler because it's got brake tech <laughs> in its commercial. Yeah. That is all. I remember seeing this commercial, and it's, it is, it definitely, like, I didn't catch it was Tony Madonna. I don't know that I've seen a commercial. I recognized him. Um, Now I want to go look for this. I'm YouTubing this commercial afterwards. Maybe we'll post it on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be a good thing. So we also have uh, Brooke. Thank you for the listener. Yes, Brooke Parker um, takes over the Dreyak role. Um, And awesome fact: Brooke found an organization called Move to Life, which actually provides care aftercare to victims of sexual violence and human trafficking. So go, go her. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Wow. Also, this is, um, we, I don't know about you, I I like her as Dreyak. I, I actually like her better as Dreyak. I think I remember the first time we saw her mm-hmm. in, was it Bloodlines? Yes. So I think the first time we saw her, I was like, what is your deal? What have you got against Dio? He's a badass. Yeah. He's the coolest guy ever. Why are you so rude? Um, and, and I didn't get that feeling from her this time. So maybe it was the actress. Who knows? I and, don't know what it was. Maybe it was a I story. Just, I just blanked on her name, but she, the original Drake actress, I've seen her a number of things and I love her in them. It's mm-hmm. just something about her in this specific role that yeah. doesn't work for me, but... Brooke Parker seems amazing and capable and badass I dig as it. the person that Tilk would have married. I like it. Um, and speaking of Dreyak's newest husband, Frotak, uh, that's yeah. played by Peter Bryant, who is, if he looks familiar, it's because he has been in fucking everything, You know, guys. he did look familiar, but he's I didn't know what he's from. Every- just like in the past couple of years, he's been in Legends Tomorrow and Flash and Arrow, all his different characters, by the way. Wow. Um, the list of shows that he's been in like a single episode or so for is longer than I could scroll to. Like <laughs> he's if you watch TV, he's been a guest star on that show. That's basically. Thing. He's like, I did that. He's maybe that's his goal. Like, it's not so much that he wants a career in like yeah. one great role. He's like, he's I want to be in everything. all of the things. Yeah. It's like, remember, there was a Tiny Toons episode. <gasps> I love Tiny Toons. Bringing it to a whole oh. other car tune right now guys oh, there's a tiny oh, Jones episode where i think it was like babs yeah and plucky maybe it wasn't plucky but someone else they kept trying to be in more yearbook pictures than the other one <laughs> and then it turns out that buster bunny wins because he's dressed as a kid in glasses and a baseball cap that nobody notices but he's in the background of every yearbook picture and so maybe that's this actress i'm maybe. bringing it back around he's like i just want to be in everything Maybe. I didn't watch... <laughs> I watched Tiny Toons, the series, a lot, but uh-huh. the amount of times that I watched Tiny Toons Summer Vacation, the oh movie... Oh my gosh, I forgot about that I'm one. I'm pretty sure my mom tried to burn it a couple times and magically <laughs> it came back to life. Like, Weird. we watched that... At least, at least, like, twice a week for summers on wow. it. Um, and then the other note about this is, oh, oh yeah, Apophis isn't dead. Oh, that's right. Just a yeah. little fact here right here yeah. for everybody. Yeah, a little fun thing. He did uh, not die in that exploding fun fact. ship. So we start the episode with an unscheduled incumbent traver, uh, yes. traveler. No one is supposed to be returning, uh, but there is an iris code. It's SG-1s. Interesting. But SG-1 standing right here in, in the frame. It's coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one other person that has SG-1's code. Sure. That would be Braytac. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and he clearly must be under attack because uh, he wasn't just supposed to stop by and say hello. Right. So Teal refers to him as Tecmonte Braytac. Uh-huh. Tecmonte is, I may have covered this last time. Okay. It's like master or honored friend. It's like in, it's like calling him Braytac-san. Sure. Like if in... 
If you hear the squeaky, I apologize. <laughs> Kaylee has uh, Kaylee has a new toy because it's her one. It was her one year gotcha day a while ago, so she has a new Ewok toy that makes noise and crinkles. So. I tried my best to divert her with a stick. It didn't work. Yeah, no, the stick does not as much as this Ewok toy does. <laughs> I apologize for the squeaking. You are not going insane. There's not a telltale heart. But this is just Kaylee telling you how much she loves you. <laughs> so they open the iris, and it's Ray Tag! Dun, dun, he, dun. he calls Hammond, Hammond of Texas. <laughs> Will you give me leave to enter your compound? And yes, he does have that. Uh, Hammond orders all the guys with guns to not point their guns at him. Yeah. So Jack and him do their little verbal sparring, you know. It's like in it's like in Supernatural when when they go bitch, jerk, like that's yeah. basically yeah, yeah, what they yeah. do. That's kind of what's going on here. Yeah, they're flirting. Yeah. It's okay. It there it's a bromance flirtation yeah, yeah, yeah. continues. Um but Braytech comes with bad news. His uh, Tilk's wife is safe, but Ryak has been taken by Apophis. Yes, this and is not good things. Reddits. Dun dun dun. So in the briefing room, Hammond points out that Jack's report clearly said Apophis was killed. Yeah. Well, he was died he, as much as he could be in yeah. this show. His ship blew up. Yeah. No one could have survived that. Clearly, he Except found a way. Apophis, yeah. <laughs> so Braytech says that apparently he and Chlorel escaped through the Stargate right before it exploded. Uh, since those are on Earth, they will use Earth as point of origin. Mm. How the team got aboard, but it was on a different planet. How convenient. How convenient. Fine. So Apophis uh, doesn't want Ryak. He's just using him as bait to get to Teal'c. The okay. Shulva, the traitor. Uh, Apophis uh, uh, returned Chulak in shame because almost all of his men die in the ships around in orbit around Earth. Uh, there's a bit of chaos uh, because on um, Chulak, there's chaos because he's like defeated right. and he came back in shame. So, And they can use that chaos in order to rescue Ryak. So... Hammond doesn't want to let his best people walk into a trap. You know, that's kind of, that's like picking your favorite children right there. Right, right. Um, but Jack points out that, of course it's a trap, but because they know it's a trap, they can avoid the trap. Right. Remember that time that if you know something is there, you can work around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Apophis, I like this. This is a good opportunity to seize. If you're yeah. going to be gutsy enough to do it, and exactly. who, who else but uh, Braytech? And Jack. Right. And would Tilk. be that gutsy. Those three. And yeah. really, this is the Braytech, Tilk, and Jack show. I mean, Daniel and Sam are basically here because they're contractually obligated I to mean, be in the episode. I mean, they exist. <laughs> yeah. They're just here to get paid. <laughs> they're in the room. Yeah. They're like, uh, who was it? Who was it? It was like some uh, Seahawks player. They're just here to get paid. <laughs> yeah, they're just here. <laughs> so they don't get fined. Yeah. They're just here so they don't get fined. It's, All right, that's it's, it. It's, I'm done with my I, sports I, ball. I, I now find it, I, it's one of those things I still find amusing because this is kind of along the Star Trek run of like each the main characters have to be in the episode. Right. There's some chances where they're only going to be in like the cold open, <laughs> but that's where they are. Yeah. Whereas today on a lot of uh, shows, if the characters have to be in the episode, the character's not going to be in the episode. I'm still getting paid, yeah. So I find it I find it amusing. Like Daniel and Sam are on this because it's an SG one mission. They, yeah, they kind of are just like wandering in the. They might as well be extras. Yeah, or they you know or like big players. Red shirts. Yeah, okay. well, not red shirts. <laughs> what would be the equivalent of a red shirt in our in our world? Would it be like an SG something else team? Are you are you not SG one? Yeah, well, then you're a red shirt. No. Non SG one <laughs> equals red shirt. <laughs> um. And so, basically, Braytech, or Hammond's just like, fine, just go. Um, Braytech po- does point out that he still has friends among the guards that Apophis doesn't even right. know about. 
So Hamlin wants this to be the last time Teal'c's family can be used against him. Go get Ryak. If you can get Apophis as a bonus, fine, but that's a bonus. Like, mm-hmm. just get Ryak so none of this shit has to happen again. So we cut to Chulak. A smoke grenade goes off through the Stargate. It confuses the Jaffa there, then knocks him out. SG1 and Braytech come through in robes and gas masks. Here's my question. Okay. Did they test out this gas on Teal'c? Because not everything affects Jaffa. That's true. Well, and I imagine, like, some of them wear the big headgear. Yeah. Like, I feel like smoke bomb wouldn't be enough. Like, well, that's not what I would go and in And I know with. he was, like, helping him out and testing with some drugs for anesthesia and stuff. I, I mean, like, did he volunteer to see if Just be like, yeah, tear just gas me works? all these things and be like, see if I die or not when you do this. <laughs> That's an interesting, like, webisode. Yeah, because if they didn't test that, there's a pretty good chance that the Jaffa would have gone wise at Smokey in here. Yeah. But that's annoying. Yeah. Can we make that stop? It's really annoying. Can you move the fog out of the way, guys? Or, or someone's like, that tastes delicious. It's like there's this terrible joke that George Lopez makes, and I apologize, but he talks about how you don't shoot Hispanic people with pepper spray, because they're like, that's delicious. And it's terrible. I will say, I, I learned this when dancing, to me, not to other people, apparently, Smoke machines? Yes. Uh, taste and smell like pancakes to me. They do have a taste. Yeah. I don't I know that pancakes is what I would call it. I think it. it's pancakes. If it tastes like pancakes, I would just be on the floor sniffing <laughs> smoke machines <laughs> instead of dancing. I, yeah, I, I because, you know, of all the dancing I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to. I'm, I'm, from, I'm from the town of Footloose. There's no dancing. <laughs> um, so, Braytech leads him to Drax's new home. Uh, but no one really knows at this moment how could she afford such a nice home. Right. We were in a tent last time we saw her. That's right. Drake welcomes them and embraces Teal'c. She was alone when they came for their son. She tried to stop them. Teal'c has no doubt that, like, you tried what you could do. Yeah. Another guy, and this dude walks down the stairs. He welcomes them and has heard much about the warriors from the Tari. He is Frotek of the High Cliffs. Jack introduces himself as Jack of the Windy City. <laughs> which, you know, confirms the Chicago-ness. Sure, yeah. Um, they are, you know, he welcomes them to their home. You know, Teal'c's like, you know, thank you for helping defend the home of my wife and... Uh, giving shelter for his wife and son, and and Drac tries to say something, but Frotek interrupts her, and and you know they didn't think Teal'c would be back, so it's Drac, like this is where it's awkward. Yeah, this is awkward. Um, and Drac had their marriage annulled essentially, and yeah. then married Frotek. Basically, I'm now banging your wife, who I've claimed yeah. as my own. Awkward guys. This is a little weird, Awkward. but we can move past this, right? Because it's not, not like deal. it was a divorce. It was no. just like, well, you weren't here. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't count anymore. Yeah, kind of <laughs> marriages don't expire because someone has gone missing. So, I don't know. I'm, I don't. I wouldn't know. I'm not I mean, married. I, I, but I well, imagine. I, guess, I mean, I will say in in our world, if someone is truly here's the thing, he wasn't actually missing. Drake knew where he was. Right. If someone is actually missing for how long, you can have him declared legally dead. In which case, yeah, oh, you gosh. can marry someone else. But like. Drag knew where he was. It's like, yeah, no, I, he's over there, but he's probably not coming back. Yeah. Can't we just get married anyway? Basically, so, what happened. Polygamy at its best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Teal hulks out and starts yeah. to try to strangle for attack. Right. I feel feelings, therefore I must destroy things. Jack has to break them up. Uh, Frotek, we learn, is his, one of his oldest friends. Right. And, but he wanted to be the one to tell Teal'c. 
Um, Braytac did not know. He's like, no, dude, I'm, no, dude, didn't know. This, this is very, me. this is a very Rick and Lori and, uh, what's his other name? Lev Triangle? Huh? What is it from Walking Dead? Oh, Shane. <laughs> Shane, Rick and Rick Lori. And Lori and Shane. Yeah, there's very much yeah. what's going on here. This it must is. go far back. I wonder if there's some sort of, like, classic tale that we're not aware of that this is based off Every of. Every Greek Man story Iron Mask? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um... And, uh, so, let's see where it was. Okay, so, Protek's gonna wait outside while sure. you work shit out. Right. Um, and Sam goes with him to do something. <laughs> because. So something to do. Yeah. Find out Crap. what he knows about the kid. Crap, there's a character here that we forgot to write something for. <laughs> Go open those doors. Because reasons. Protek <laughs> ensures Teal'c on his honor as a warrior he did not know. Uh, and Jack just wants to know if they can trust him. Sure. Tilk thinks it's obvious that they can't, and Jack points out that he's not quite sure that the assessment is born of a cool head. <laughs> That's going to be a prickly thing to deal with. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with an angry Tilk? Be know. like, hey, that's cool that you yeah. think that, but hang on, let me take like 10 <laughs> steps away from you before I say this. Before I say that you might be wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, really. And if anyone is going to be able to deal with Tilk, it's going to be Braytech and Jack. That's true, yeah. But it, but it's going to take them both. Daniel's yeah. the one in the corner. He's like, I'm not saying shit. <laughs> yep, you're right, Tilk. Whatever you said, yeah, no. Whatever you say, Tilk. Yeah, nah, dude. He's not cool. He's not cool. Tell, I got your back. I got your back, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Braytech does say that uh, Protech is one of Tilk's oldest friends. Sure. He agrees uh, that he agrees with their views that the gold are false gods. Okay. And Jack's like, yes. Can he be trusted? Right. And it's yes, but they should keep an eye out on him. It's so, so it's a no. Teal'c says that they it's should It's a meh. <laughs> and Teal'c's like, we should kill him. Yeah, yeah, that's an appropriate response. That is a very appropriate, healthy Teal, response. That is kind of an appropriate response. It's like, how do you feel about this man? Kill him. Kill him. Yeah. That's no, I'm 100% sure. And I love he's that it's like with a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> he's banging my wife, therefore, death. Death. Death by, I don't know. Yeah. Things may be cut off. Yeah. I don't even just know. Just by penis <laughs> extraction. I don't know. Some Penile fucked up thing. So That's not a good fan name. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for the Riot Girls. Maybe like an old oh, Riot Girl 90s yeah. one. Like <laughs> yeah, penile extraction. Except All there's right. penile extraction in Russian. Way to earn our explicit <laughs> rating today, us. Yay, us. So Daniel tells Chip that he you, you may not want to hear this. <laughs> but I was like, Daniel, don't even talk right now. Just don't even talk. You but are Daniel far too small. continues that maybe you should thank him. I was like, Daniel, just shut no, up. No, this is not going to work in your um, favor. But yeah. last time we were here, your family was outcast, barely surviving, living in tents outside the city. And now they have a better life. Look at how cute you are with your rational thinking. <laughs> Get out of here. Someone doesn't want to hear rational There's no place for that, yeah. Um, Braytag helps by saying in his current situation, he might as well be dead. Sure. Like, you, she shouldn't not be alone. Right, right. And he pulls, he's like, you know, do you want her to be unhappy? Like... You're not here. You're admittedly can never be here. Right. And again, that's very not fair. Want to hear any of this shit? Yeah. No, that's a difficult one to think about. I wonder if that's a thing that couples actually have these conversations. It's yeah. Like, what happens if you're not here anymore? What happens yeah. if you're gone? What happens? Or, or you know, if if actual military couples have this conversation, how heavy must that feel? Yeah. You know, it's like I'm gonna go, and if I don't come back, is there like a time limit? How do you set that? 
What an awful thing to have to think about it. Based on that subject of thought you were dead, moved on, and then he comes back. Yeah, that's some pretty shitty stuff. Again, that's basically uh, Shane, Rick, and Laurie from... There you go, yeah. Um, But let's focus on Ryak. After Teal promises not to kill Frotak, that is... (laughs) Uh, Tilk says, tells Dreyak that they will bring Ryak home, and after that, he will never lay eyes on her again. Okay, drama queen. Yeah. <laughs> and later, they like, right afterwards, he goes and, and, like, grumps outside. Right. And this, to me, is Dreyak's finest scene, because yeah. she walks out there and just lays down the fucking business. And That's she right. And she just points at Teal, going, how dare you dishonor me? Yeah. How dare you dishonor Frotek in his own house after what he's done? Mm-hmm. And Teal just goes, woman, be quiet. And she just doesn't. She's just like, bitch, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch, please. And, uh... I think this is the part, this is the scene where I decided, oh, I like this yeah. version of his wife. And she points out that they both did what they feel like they had to do. Right. Um, and Teal just wishes it wasn't with his friend. And she points out she doesn't. I don't love him, right? Like, but their son, des- our son, deserved more than just living in the camps yeah. and starving. This to is death. the this and is Frotek you know, offered that he was the one person who offered it. This is a woman who's surviving. Exactly. She's like, this is how I survived. You're not fucking here. Someone had to take care of the household. And and, and I it's I have a hunch that Frotek like Drag was probably a catch. Yeah. And they well, were two friends. Wife, for and sure. And they both like they both sort of saw at the same time. Yeah. And they both sort of were going to go up and Tilk won the day. Yeah. And and now, now Frotek is like, oh, well, Tilk's gone. Now I can... Here's my chance. ...have the chance. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah she was... That's just the scene where she was... Like, that scene alone just won me over. So down to work. Frotek has maps of the palace because he works there. And right. they quickly uh, plan their mission. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go as soon as it's dark. So in the palace, Braytek sneaks up, calls the Jaffa guarding the door. All the Jaffa sort of walk over and then taken down by the group very quickly. They burn through the lock. Ryak runs out. Uh, Teal grabs him, but Ryak starts to cry out and scream for the guards to help him. Yeah. He calls Teal Gashova, alerts the guards, uh, continuing to alert the guards. Um, there's a small little fire flight, fire fight, not mm. fire flight. Ryak slips out of Teal's scraps, runs to the guards. Teal, like, literally his heart is broken and he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And the team escapes without Ryak. Yeah, it is a day full of feels for Teal. Yeah. It's like, first your wife is remarried to your best friend. Mm-hmm. And then your son is calling you a traitor and joined everything you, fight, yep. you fought against. Yep. How fucked up of a day is he having? Yeah. So back at the house, uh, Frotek uh, and Drak are, are waiting, lighting a fire or whatever, just mm-hmm. chilling at the house. Team returns without Ryak, and Teal'c says that he lives, but his heart and mind have been destroyed. Mm-hmm. He's now with Apophis. He's brainwashed. Uh, Teal'c is sure that Apophis is punishing him for his betrayal, and Teal'c's, and, and like, everyone's trying to, sort of, Drak is sort of trying to comfort, also going, why the fuck? Fuck, did you not drag our son out of there kicking and screaming? Why right. is he not here? Yeah. And Teal'c's like, no one can make him, can feel more contempt for him than he already holds for himself. That's true. So Apophis makes an announcement on Ghoul, mm, Ghoul TV. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot about Ghoul TV until we saw it again today. And I was like, hey, it's Ghoul TV again. This Ghoul is TV. It's, yeah, it's like that channel, that in-house channel in a hotel room where it's like, oh, God, why is it every time I turn on the TV, it has to be on this channel? yep. yep. I just want to find some other mindless thing to watch while I decompress from my day. Cruise ships have the same thing. Wow. Yeah. 
So the um, Stanley Hotel yeah. has The Shining playing 24-7. As it should. 24 hours a day, seven days a week as at the Stanley should. Hotel in Colorado. I still have never seen that film. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool looking. Okay. I really want to see it, but you know me with any films that are quasi-scary. That's true. I, have an ext- I already, like, have a fear of, like... I have to have every door and everything locked and I'm taking a shower or something. And if I'm in a yeah. room with the door shut and I'm alone, like everything else has to be locked in the house. <laughs> if I turn off, the, if I'm like heading upstairs to bed and I'm the last one to turn the lights off, I literally have to like sprint up the stairs into the bedroom and like leap into bed. Because as soon as the lights go off, I'm dead certain that there's a guy with a knife standing at the bottom of the stairs chasing me up the stairs. My big thing is mirrors. Something's yeah. gonna pop out of the yeah. mirror. Yeah, no. So I'm, I just kind of avoid. I'm. It's, I'm, it's a be- quality film. I'm sure it is amazing. I, there's a. If I you exist the it. way Nixie or I do, with these very active imaginations and bouts of anxiety. Do not watch it right before going to stay at the hotel. Yeah, like no, I did because no. that was a dumb idea. There, there's a scene. <laughs> there's a scene from. In, I don't know why I watched Insidious, but I watched Insidious, and there's a scene, and it's this. It's the smallest little scene, but it freaks the hell out of me to this day. <laughs> She's in her bedroom, which is on the second story, mm-hmm. and past her giant window, a guy walks nope. across the nope. window. Nope. 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 She's on Not the second okay. story. Not a good idea. No. Terrible idea. No. Yeah. Like, I still... Mm, <laughs> ah. Yeah. So anyways... I- <laughs> Back to the show. Cool TV airs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rumors of his defeat are false, spread by traitors. He brings the truth of his power to conquer evil and get forgive transgression. Meet his most meet my most loyal subject, Ryak, son of Tilk. Uh, Ryak then says that his father is not a hero. He is evil, and he has turned away from his god and his family. And he is a uh, I forget the pronunciation of this. Hataka, whatever. Hataka, stupid. Yeah, Hataka. Hataka. He's fool. He's stupid. Is basically. And and Apafa says that he knows um, that Teal'c is here in Chulak, and he will give one million gold dollars. One million dollars. One million gold dollars. She says that she sticks her pinky to her lip. To the Jafal <laughs> who brings him Teal'c alive, and another million for the heads of those he's with. Uh, Jack points out that the price in your head is a sign that you're doing your job. <laughs> Way to snark it up over there. You know, I want Jack Jack around just like in my conscious yeah. on like my shit days. Yeah, yeah. On like a terrible day where it's like, hey, today is a day that you flunked a final and yeah. you lost something and, and there's a test. Give me something, Jack. Yeah. Give me some terrible words of advice of yours <laughs> that are so like grown worthy. Yeah. They're like dad jokes. You know what I mean? But yep. yeah, that's that's absolutely what he's doing. <laughs> so Ryak continues that his mother is a prisoner. His mother is Dryak of the Morning. Sh- what is it? Shakaka? Shakaka Groves? It's not that. I don't know. Um, I wrote it in here, but my spell check replaced it to something that is not correct. Yeah. Uh, and the it was like, did ends. you mean pillow shams? Yeah. That's what I'm writing now. <laughs> that's not, not what I <laughs> so um, Teal'c is happy though suddenly because Rag has given him hope that he's not brainwashed. He's fighting it. Uh, there's a hidden message in what he said. Drac mm-hmm. isn't of the morning, whatever Shataka Groves. She's from the Cordai Plains. They used to go to the Groves to play. Uh, he wants them to meet them there in the morning. And Raytag points out that that's that's like advanced for anyone, let alone a kid. Yeah, but Teal'c's like nope. Nope, my son is strong. It's exactly what it's meant. Here's like, what I know. Yeah, here's the thing. It's a code word. Totally do that. 
So someone knocks on the door as your father search the home. Drac hides them in a not really secret in any way hidden door. Yeah. Uh, as Jafar <laughs> search the house and somehow overlook the giant diagonal lines going through the stone walls. Here's this door that you're going to just pretend oh, never to see because you're an idiot. Yeah. They, but Worst searchers ever. Frotek puts on a good show of being annoyed that they're searching here. They don't find anything. They move on. They open mm-hmm. the hidden door. Like, as they're not even out. The, the guards aren't even out of the house when they're opening the door come out. Yeah, play it a little bit cooler, guys. Yeah. Yeah, just a little tiny bit. Um, and Teal'c is now certain he can trust Protek because, uh, and, and Protek just hopes Teal'c never loses his trust in him. That's not, like, overdoing the trust thing. Have we, right. over, have, by the way, have we mentioned that they should trust you? Trust? Should I mention trust a few more times? <laughs> the trusting things. Remember how trusting is important? So it's nighttime now, and Dreyak and Teal just are making out on the balcony. <laughs> uh, T- Frotek sees them and is not happy about it, and he ends up leaving the house. Um, Jack sees him, because he's also up. But, because... I mean, I mean, what would he really expect, though? I mean, exactly. does he really expect anything different? This is this man's wife. You yeah. kind of came in knowing you were second yeah. place, and now he's back. Did you expect things to magically not be the case? And like, just, magically not love, love each other? The Jack is also awake, also yeah. spy. Yeah. Basically, no one's got anything better to do. No. But to sit there and spy on each other Except and know who's Daniel's fucking asleep. who. Yeah. Daniel's asleep. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Fro- Frotek goes straight to the palace and tells the guards that he knows where Teal'c is and his evil companions, and I will lead them to you. Uh, <laughs> but good thing Jack followed him and zats the guards. Frotek pulls a knife and starts, like, doing the knife dance towards Jack. Jack warns him, but he continues to do the knife dance towards Jack, and so Jack just zats him. It's like the scene from Indiana Jones. Yeah, basically. It's like, um, let's see, somebody's gonna pretend to do a thing. Nope, we're just just gonna gonna shoot shoot each other, yeah. Um, and he goes down, but he still calls out, even though he's been hit, which usually knocks him unconscious. He's quite strong. Calls out to the guards, Jack covers his mouth, going, shut up. Yeah. (laughs) And then he moves quiet, so Jack kind of removes his hand, and he starts yelling again. So Jack zats him again, killing him, Yeah, and then zats him a third time, causing him to disappear. Stone cold killer. And And then Jack hides as the Jaffa up here. This is the first time, I mean, is this the first point blank killing we've seen like this? I feel like, I I mean, we've shot at people, and people have gone down, but this is just straight. Yeah, this is, I mean... Jack is doing it for his own safety. Sure. Um, no, and, and yeah. I'm not questioning why or judging, but I think this is the first time we just straight yeah, up see a, a kill. Yeah. This is just slaughter. <laughs> but it's, it's even though it's an HBO, it's a nice Zat gun, not bloody murder. Sure, yeah, that's true, yeah. So back at the house, well, I find it funny that this was on HBO. You watch Showtime. what's... Showtime. I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. Uh, you watch what's on, like, Showtime and stuff now, and it's like... Oh, um, you were on Showtime. Now blood, blood, all the blood, yeah. blood, blood. You should throw some extra blood and gore on there. Yeah, all of those premium then let's channels. Have sex on the gore and blood. I mean, let's think about shows like, uh, like Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> let's just have weird, creepy sex and demon you have, like, babies. Blood and, yeah. Like... Oh goodness. All right. Yeah. Let's move forward. My brain can't take this right now. <laughs> uh, even like Outlander, that that's not a. There's still a lot of gore. I and still blood have in not seen that show, where, but I will. I'm gonna sit, Jenna. We're gonna watch Outlander. <laughs> so um, back at the house, a certain guards come to the door. Braytech starts yelling at him until we realize it's Jack. Right. Uh, and he now knows why the helmeted guards are always cranky. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, Jack did not need help in the cranky department. No, he's so just kind of always cranky. He tells them that for a tech he left here last night. He went straight to the palace to turn them in. He's really sorry, but he had to stop him. Right. Um, Braytech is stunned, even though he, you know, 
kind of assumed he would betray them. But Teal'c says uh, that it's his fault. He will. He uh, he made vows he could not keep to Dryak. Sure. And the sun is now up, so we're gonna go get Ryak now. That works. Um, so at the groves, we find Ryak surrounded by Jaffa. Mm-hmm. Jack says they can't be a firefight. They go in CTT, one shot, one kill. That's what that means. Well, and no. Okay. I think he meant CCT. Okay. Because CCT is the Air Force Control Combat Team. No, Combat Control Team, which is okay. basically Special Forces. Special Forces. Think okay. like SEALs and Green Okay. Birds. So it's the SWAT team of the Air Force. Yeah. Okay. I, so I, I think it was supposed to be CCT because I couldn't find anything for CTT. Interesting. So anyway. There's a little gaff. Yep. Drink when you see that one. <laughs> so the Jaffa woke up. Uh, everyone fires, takes out their respective targets. Ryak runs to Teal'c and says that he never meant to hurt him, and Teal'c has a giant grin on his face. Sun's back. Um, I think it was Sam that's like, does anyone else think that this was a little too easy? Yeah, that's she's not wrong. Um, it's like, um, guys, we're only like 30 minutes into this episode. Yeah. Uh, Ryak, she's still going to go down. <laughs> yeah, Ryak uh, turned his viewpoints quite quickly, uh, but Teal'c said that's because he's strong. Yeah, um, that's my kid is amazing. Yeah. Not like your dumb kid. <laughs> And Carter, just to be sure, gives him a little pat down, but he's clean. Oh, God. Do you think Chuck's a helicopter parent? Well, he had this look in the face, like, get your paws off my kid or I'm going to yeah. eat you. Um, Stage mother. Jesus, be, uh, Here's the thing. I would say that even if you were a helicopter parent, if your kid was just kidnapped by your greatest enemy and you mm-hmm. got him back, you'd be like, no one touch this kid for a yeah, while. Yeah, nobody touch him. Yeah, that makes um, sense. And... He he says that this is my Ryak, uh, and it wasn't a trap. Mm-hmm. Jack is not quite sure about that yet. Sure. Um, and so Jack's like, doubt isn't my nature. Think of Cassandra. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But there's going to head back to the Stargate. <laughs> so there's two guards at the gate. I mean, yeah, we already know Apophis has no qualms. I guess that wasn't Apophis that used Cassandra, but we know the gold have no qualms about, like... Using children, the using innocence anything. of children. There's like, no... Yeah, there's no rules with no. them. They're basically doing whatever it takes. They're, like, d- drug traffickers. Yep. They don't care who they hurt in the process. Nope. They want to get what they want. So there's two guards at the gate. Uh, Sam is not liking this. Nope. It's way too easy. Yep. Uh, mother and son are reunited. They're going... And, and Ryak's like, we're going to head to the Tari! Yeah. Um, and and Jack has a little heart to heart with Ryak. He's like, okay, kid, what's the scam here? Let's talk. Yeah. And Ryak doesn't understand. He fooled Apophis. And Jack's like, okay, then, then why the tantrum when we first tried to get you? He's like, well, I wasn't able to throw off Apophis's control yet because I'm not as strong as my father. Yeah. Just the, the worst liar ever, like every other kid. <laughs> and Teal doesn't understand why you can't just accept the possibility that a son mind is strong. And Jack's like, all right, then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here, you know, this is tough because of all people, our level-headed one is always Teal'c. Exactly. Our most aware of situations, the most in control, yeah. and the, with perspective, and like, wait, let's think about and this. And a let's giant make a smart blonde, decision. Spite, blonde the spot biggest blind spot I've ever seen in my life. Like, he's a grandma driving a big giant truck <laughs> bl- size blind spot right now. Yeah, I, it's 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 very impressive how much he can't see. It's like he yeah. really his family really is his weak point. Yep, it's like oh, the weakest definitely. of weak points. So Jack really wants to to be right, but right. it's just it's all way too easy. And he, you know, Pavas knows SG one is here, and there's only two guards at the gate. Um, but Daniel's like, even if it is a trick, what are they gonna do? Right. They can't leave Ryak here. That's true. And they can't all stay here. 
So they take down the two guards that head through the gate. Uh, everyone except for Braytac, because uh, he flies into the night like a badass Batman that he is. Because that's what he does, yeah. Yes. He's um, like, I have to go be surly to be elsewhere. Fair, he's not nearly as emo to be Batman. No, no, no. He's just surly. Yeah. yeah he, guys, I'm not really a Batman fan. Um, I like Batman. I like how surly he is. I just want to make him smile. No, bullshit. <laughs> we, we haven't really gotten to talk about Batman and Superman so far. Um, Let's uh, try our best to stay out of it. Yeah. If All you I want was, to, though. Yeah. Eventually, I might do like a full cast. And I'm just saying, I'm not... A, Kill me, guys. I'm not a. I'm not a Batman fan. I'm not a Superman fan. I basically went for Wonder Woman. <laughs> you know, I dig them. I'm still getting to know them. They're new to me. Um, Although, while while watching this, of course, over the past week, I've come to the realization that Samantha Carter is Captain Marvel. Oh, I'll if take that. If you know Captain Marvel, yeah, I know her enough to yeah. see that. No, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. definitely Captain Marvel. I'm taking it. Um, but yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I take it. Ray Tech is way too cool to be Batman. Um, so we're in the gate room and Ryak is in, oh, because we're on her. Tari <laughs> and Jack just looks at him like, I'm keeping my eyes on you. You're too. the biggest liar I've ever seen. Yeah. It's basically what he's doing. So in the infirmary, there's no signs of anything unusual. There's no bombs. Um, they're still going to keep a guard on him. And Ryak just wants to go up. Do you know there's only one son? Yeah. On this planet, because I grew up on Tatooine. This, you, know what they, <laughs> you know what this is? This is like those kid actors in the 80s who were like, <laughs> what was it? There was a movie, there's a movie that Boyfriend Jesse made me watch called Monster Squad. I don't even think I want okay. to know. Okay, there is this movie called Monster Squad that if you can find it out there, I think it's still on Netflix. <sighs> it is about this kid, these this group of kids, and they find old monsters. Like, uh, they find Dracula, and they oh, find the mummy, and all these things, and they're coming to town, and this kid really wants to believe that he can act, and it's like the worst overacting <laughs> ever. That's basically what we're getting. That is basically what we're getting from Riot. And um, it's like, kid, like, you believe this so hard, but you're so bad at it. Anyway, watch Monster Squad. It'll be awesome. Well, you think, is this actually the kid, or is this the kid with the brainwashing? Oh. Because he didn't seem as bad in the first episode. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. The brain, the, the brain, kid pretending yes. to be okay. not brainwashed, yeah, yeah. like his acting. Gotcha. Not okay. our actual actor. Gotcha. That's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, there's a fine clarify. line between that. Yeah, yeah. It's Ryak himself, not yes. our actor, but yes, Ryak is a terrible actor. Yes, he yeah. is. Oh, yeah, I'm totally with that. Although I also don't see Teal as being a very good actor anyway, no, that's so true. probably runs yeah, the family. Yeah, they're, they're not very good at, un- at understanding and controlling emotions. <laughs> as we've learned when he's like, let's kill that guy, he touched my wife. So, Turek is a little worried, though, about the fact that he has... That he lost two teeth while training with, with Braytac, and those right. teeth aren't missing anymore. Yeah, that's not a good thing. So, Ryak, again, just wants to go see the surface. Uh, Janet needs to have one more little blood sample, and nope, that not happening. This is Ryak all the noping. freaks out, reverts back to his his brainwashed self of, like, all hail Apophis. Yep. So later on in the holding cell, Ryak, wake, Ryak wakes up. His mom is stroking his hair in that mom way. Yep. Um, and he pushes her away and says that he hates her. He goes and starts pounding on the door and wants uh, to be freed back to Apophis. And he tries to bite down on something. And his mom points out that, you know, your fake teeth are gone. Yeah. That's not going to happen. He starts, whatever you were trying to do with those fake teeth is done. And he just starts screaming at them, screaming at his mom how much he hates her and he wants Apophis. Yikes. So the rest of the team is watching this on a security camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and what almost happened here, 
uh, is that his two teeth were hollow and they both had different different biological organisms, dormant and harmless, unless they combine, in which case is the deadliest thing that Janet's ever seen, which is why he wanted to get to the surface so badly. So it's basically a virus. Yeah, and it yeah. makes anthrax look like it's a cold virus. Yikes. And it would have killed every little thing on Earth in 24 hours. Yeah, that's not good. No. That's not good. That, which it not. seems to make sense that it'd be 20, like... Everything touches that will die in 24 hours. Not the whole planet will be dead in 24 right. hours. It's like once you get the virus, yeah, your half life is yeah. Yeah, yeah is door is done. Yeah, this is you know, Apophis we know is a bad guy. We've yeah. been told this, and I understand it. Like, this but is, it's so easy to forget yeah. because it's like they're so ridiculous looking and yeah, they're so yeah, ridiculous yeah. acting. But like that shit's for real. Yeah, that is a bi- that they just want death, death yeah. all around. So uh, they talk about deprogramming to mm-hmm. get Ryak's mind back. Not something you really want to put a kid through, but sure. Teok's like, Ryak is a strong Jaffa. Yeah, can we're back to it. this, yeah. It's like, you just trusted him that his mind was strong, that it wouldn't get brainwashed, dude. And then brainwashing happened. Yeah. So through the door, the kid is just screaming like a brat filled with hate and attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and Teok is with him now. He wants to be returned to Chulak. He tries throwing chairs at him, and that fails. That's a good idea um, to deal with a big giant man. Let's yeah, just throw yeah. things at the big giant man. He tries to reason with him that Apophis is a false god, that he is his father, and he loves him. And Apophis told Ryak that he wouldn't die from the bioweapon. Right. Sure, kid. Yeah. Way to believe all the lies. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, clouds are made of cotton candy. Cotton candy and That's ice the thing. cream. Yep. Ryak uh, wants none of this. Um but he says Teal lied. He said he would come back, and he never did. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Oh, that one kind of stabs Teal. Here are some abandonment issues. Some real true, yeah. like, let's sit down with the, my therapist yeah. and discuss that, these that, these abandonment issues. That stabs Teal's heart a bit. Yeah. That, that, that somewhere in there is a heart, and that stabbed it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a big one. And, yeah, how do you deal with that? How do you yeah. deal with that? It's like, oh, shit. My, well, he's not wrong. No. He's not wrong. How do I deal with this issue? Yeah. So, Ryak is still punching doors and walls and shit, and he says that Apophis loves him, and Teal'c says love was when they were, they were a family, and his mother made him, like, sata cakes, I think he said, and they mm-hmm. told stories about the fire, and they laughed, and that is what love is. And then Ryak spits in his face. Yeah, no, that kid's not ready. He's <laughs> so, not ready. No. In the hallway outside Ryak's room, they start talking about ECT, which is not nearly as barbaric as it used to be. Um, unless you want to do it the way they're about to do it and yeah. just hit the kid with the Zat gun that's going to hurt a shit ton. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting... I mean, this has been around for a while. This type of, yes. this is the same stuff that, you know, Sylvia Plath dealt yeah. with that she kind of describes in the bell jar. Yeah. Um, which we now know is, is sort of autobiographical. But this stuff has been around for a while it's, and it's, it's a medical treatment. Mm-hmm. It just—it still seems a little. Well, I—I didn't—I didn't do research as to when it started, but I know yeah. it's been around since like the twenties type yeah. thing. But, yeah. But um, so ECT is electroconvulsive shock, electroconvulsive therapy. Um, it's it's fairly controversial, yeah. but it's not necessarily controversial in the methods. It's actually apparently extremely safe these days. Okay. Um, so the controversial part is that there's proof both ways as to if it's effective or not. Um, right. There is, it's kind of one of those things where it's like a 50-50 shot if it's going to work or not. It's, it's basically like you're trying to restart the brain, jumpstart the brain. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. So it, normally it's given two to three times a week until it until you're done, not just once with the zap gun. Um, but it actually sounds really safe these days. Um, 
it's it's like the death rate is very low um, because it's in a really controlled way these days because you're under you're under anesthesia and you're sure. not really awake. Um, and it's so it's so safe that it's actually safer than medication for pregnant women. Okay. Um, and this is they talk here that they're worried that ECT would kill Ryak symbiote. Okay. But if it's safe for pregnant women. Safer than medications, I can't imagine it's going to hurt the symbiote. You know, I, I'd but have to see more on this. It's such a, reasons. yeah, it's such a, it's just something that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I think, but I, I think what they're, what, the, yeah, the as far as the episode's part, concerned, sure. Yeah, I think it sounds like the, the, it's more controversial of if it does any good and it's, it's, I mean, now the, they're able, it sounds like they're able to pinpoint where it goes. So the, the yeah. actual electricity going into them is is fairly small. Yeah, the idea though is you're trying to treat an yes. a, 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 an emotional, mental, cognitive issue with like physical. A, I think that's it. Whether response. it does any good, yeah. Who the hell knows? <laughs> but you're yeah, able yeah, yeah. to get the electricity sure, through your body with sure. with limited side effects. That's... The biggest one that almost everyone gets is some retrograde amnesia. Yeah. It can be everywhere from the day before to a much longer time period. Okay. Sometimes it comes back, sometimes it doesn't. We'll leave so, you guys with that. Yes. That's a pretty big topic that I am not ready to tackle. Yeah, it's, yeah. like I said, I just, I just sort of looked at some of the basic stuff on yeah. my usual Wikipedia searches. Um, take it for uh, what you will. Yeah, um, this isn't, uh, yeah. Let's not get too far into yeah. the mental health of it. Yeah. I will go on and like forever. I, said, I, I was avoiding yeah. the actual uh, ethical implications sure, of it. Yeah. I was just more saying... This would have been safe to do on Ryak. That's true. He would, from a he physical won't standpoint, kill him. Yes. End of story. It's yeah. probably safer and better than a Zagun. Yeah. Um. But so yeah. no medical, <laughs> no medical preparations or other considerations. Let's just zap him. <laughs> just yeah. head in through him with a Zagun. <laughs> um. Ryak says that he hates his mom, and Tilk asks for his forgiveness, and then just shoots him. Clearly, it hurts a lot. Yeah. He's barely breathing, um, but Ryak starts singing, or Dreyak starts singing him a lullaby. And eventually, Ryak starts singing along with it as well, and he asks where they are, and he sees his dad, and he knows they're not a Chulak, but they're with father, so to him, they're home. Aww. Dun, dun, dun. This feels too easy. <laughs> it doesn't. We keep talking about all this time in this episode of how easy it seems things, and that must be a bad thing. And in the end here, this is really fucking easy. Yeah. Um, but later on the gate room, uh, Drake thanks everyone. They're headed to the land of light and bad fashion. Uh, if you remember them. That's our, the Broken Divide Broken people? Divide, yes, yep. I remember them. Um, and they would really like to stay here, but they wouldn't really have much of life. They'd be virtual prisoners. Um, but this place has lots of open space to play and misbehave, and Jack hands him a baseball glove, which he proceeds to put on his head like a hat, mm-hmm. um, which is fitting for opening baseball season. You know, to be fair... A lot of it. That's kind of how you yeah, wear it. That's how like I carry done, it. When you're done carrying yeah. it, because you're like, I'm tired and yeah. I'm little, you I'm just going to put it on head. your head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Jack clearly has to come and visit and explain how baseball. to baseball. Yeah. Um, and you think he's a Cubs fan? How I, I mean, imagine he's, he's a Chicago. Cubs fan. Oh, how sad for him. Isn't it, isn't like earlier they give um, Teal a baseball hat? That's in the right. Way, and it's I think a it's, a, it's a Cub. Oh, how sad. Because he points out he's like, Cubs. From Chicago, the Windy City. That's right. Or, or maybe it's just a Chicago hat, and he no, points I think out right. home of yeah. the Cubs. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's something along those lines. I'm for it. Um, but Teal pleads his family to safety, but he will return shortly. Dun dun the dun. End. 
I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> Listen, okay, there's a lot of interesting stories that we could have taken this to. And there's a lot and of that plot we didn't. Holes in this episode. But we didn't. You know, we could you could dig deeper into into this idea, this this Tilk thing, but also how many times are we gonna beat Tilk over the head with the idea of this guilt that he carries? Yeah. Um it's, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this episode. This episode, I know, does not go on my list for season two. Yeah. The top five at all. Um, I mean, even Braytac is not enough to pick this episode up for me. I, I want to figure out how to fix it, and I don't know that I have a way. It's, it's you know, there's all these traps throughout the episode of, like, this is too easy, this is yeah. too easy. But then, as you mentioned earlier, our end game is easy. Mm-hmm. Now, now, here's my other... I'm, I'm trying to look at the other side of the coin here. I'm not a parent, yeah. Maybe it is a lot harder than I think to just zap your kid well, to get there. But he also gets there so easily. I think that's what it is. It's not the fact that I'm sure it's quite difficult, even though you know the Zach gun isn't going to kill him, it's going to get a lot of pain mm-hmm. to him. Um, but at the same time, it's not it's not how easy or difficult it is for Teal to shoot Ryak. It's the simple point of, oh, you just hit him with a Zach gun and his brainwash is gone? Yeah. Oh, how easy and convenient. Well, in all episode, he's like, no, not my son. My son's cool. This isn't a deal. And then at the end, all of a sudden, he's like, yes, this is what I have to do. I just... I think it would have been a lot more interesting and a lot more effective if if maybe that first um, the first mission to try to go in there and get Ryak they succeeded and they brought Ryak back but that's when they found that he was yeah if we'd had a little more time with the kid and that's and so the rest of the episode was them trying to make this breakthrough to Ryak that's true and uh, and, and where's Dreyak I feel like she needs a bit a little bit of more of a role in this yeah. too because it is both of their kid yeah and there are times when Teal'c is not the voice of reason and we've learned now that Dreyak is a pretty reasonable human being, mm-hmm. very capable woman. And and yet we don't hear enough of her voice in this. Yeah, I think it would have been to me a lot more interesting if, because you, if instead of just hitting with the Zach gun, if they would have had to do that brute force reprogramming yeah. um, the same way that I'm sure, and, and here's another question, how did Apophis brainwash him? That's true. You know, how because that was a really quick pretty deep brainwashing was it something did they kill Ryak and you know, put him I would through have the sarcophagus liked, I would have liked my cold open to have been a little bit of Apophis with with yeah. Ryak yeah you know what I mean maybe something did, what went on in that room and that's the thing like the, the times that we've seen someone disturbed like that it involves a sarcophagus that's true Where, was yeah. he sticking Ryak in the sarcophagus yeah I think I needed a little more meat back there yeah. I would have been cool with that or, or just a little or even even some sort of I, I want some backstory to Rayak's point of view. Yeah. A kid on the playground is getting made fun of yeah. because his dad's a traitor. Yeah. Or anything. Something else. Something that puts me there that gives me a little bit more of that kid's yeah. perspective. Since he is such a central part of the storyline, give me more on him. Yeah, I think it would have been cool if, if you know, this, this episode is called Family, if that's how they were able to reach out and eventually get Ryak back is they had to like really instill have him remember these times when they were that's family. That's true. And that's drilling into that and tapping into those memories. Kind of like the Full House finale where Michelle lost all her memories. Yep. Except not as cheesy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slightly less cheese so sure. from those nachos. I'm totally for it. <laughs> so, alrighty, we don't have we don't have any deaths. 
No uh, deaths. We didn't have Havoc for crying out loud. No, he was busy, you know, not trusting children. Yep. To, to have any for crying out loud. I don't trust children, yeah. so. No no deaths because Daniel was nowhere in sight to yep, have yep. be dying. <laughs> um, so next week we're going to cover secrets. Dun, dun, dun. It's a secret as to what this episode's secret what? is. I know what this episode's secret How is. How secretive and intriguing. It's uh, it's like a 1990s Madonna song in my I, brain now. I, I know the secret. I'm not even going to tell you if it's a one-off or if it is a mythology show. Oh, I'm for it. I'm, I'm ready. Let's do this. All I will say is I'm very interested to see your reaction to the secret. <laughs> oh, this will be fun. Yep. I like it. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Um, we thank you again, all those people that review us, um, on iTunes, you're secretly our favorite. So I'm kidding. You're not. You kind of are, but you're not. We love all we of love our fans of evenly. You. Yes. Um, and if uh, we actually, some of, there's a chance some of you might be listening to us as our first time, um, because I got to do a um, nice little promo on a, a podcast of a friend of ours. Um, some yes. of you may be coming from the Legends of Gotham podcast by Phil yeah. uh, Meeks and Anne-Marie DeSimone. And those of you who are not and are looking for a Batman v Superman review, yeah. they've got one on their forehead. They you. have a really, really um, detailed and well thought out. It's, it's an interesting you know, perspective. You know it's how different. we just go on tangents every time we talk about things? Well, they actually stay on topic and talk about about the movie. They're a little bit more scholarly in their approach. Yes. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, Bill's it's, not a huge Wonder Woman fan and we're not even going to go into that. Yeah. Um, but let's not, let's not discuss about how different our perspective is. Yes. But there is a little bit different. They're on, they're on iTunes. They're Legends of Gotham. I also know that they run a, is it Once Upon a Time podcast yes. as well. So. If you watch that, check them out. Um, but if you want to find us, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, we're on um, the Twitters at Terra Podcast. Yep, or you can shoot us an email anytime you like. I love reading the emails. They're fun. We're at, there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. And we're also on the Facebooks at There's No Place Like Terra. And thanks again for listening. We will post you some Galaxy 7 commercials if we can find them. Yes. Yes. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Welcome back, everyone, to the future according to Stargates. Um, so there's not a ton to talk about in this episode, but I did want to um, touch on the fact that this is the last time we see uh, Dreyak and Ryak for a while. Um, I don't think we... We don't see them again until season six, and that's actually the next time we see them is Dreyak's last episode. She, you know, does not survive the next time we see her um really cool i like the fact that next time we see ryak he's clearly a young man now uh in his teens and at first i didn't realize until i was just looking this up they never they didn't recast him it's the same actor it's just you know in six years time which i find really cool um that they were able to bring him back as the same actor for the same character. Um, I did always want... In this age, I never really wanted to, but once he gets older and he comes back, I really wish we got to see more of him, that they were able to use him more effectively, that we were able to see, you know, Teal'c and Ryak sort of 
battling side by side with Braytac, the three of them. Um, but we don't get to see it a ton. I also really wish, because he does get uh, married later on, it's actually the last time we see him as he's getting married. Um, I think it would have been really cool to see, I forget his wife's name, but him and his future wife sort of battling for the cause side by side as this amazing badass duo. I thought that would have been cool. We don't get to see that at all, but... Uh, the other thing, we sadly, this is the last we see of Braytech this season. It's kind of sad. We get to we get him at the very start of the next season, though, but it's always too far between our Braytech sightings. Um, it's interesting to note, so Apophis goes through and, and brainwashes Ryak to get to Teal'c here. Um, but as I mentioned when, we, when I was talking about the sarcophagus and sort of key future uses of that, um... Apophis uses the sarcophagus to brainwash Teal'c into thinking that um, he never left Apophis' service. Uh, and eventually, Braytac, instead of hitting him with a Zat gun uh, to magically cure the brainwashing, ends up having to take Junior and forces Teal'c to undergo some really rigorous ritual-type walk to the edge of death and back again to straighten him out that way. But that's why I... It's kind of really morbid and cruel to think about the fact that Apophis would have used the sarcophagus as a way to brainwash Ryak, but considering that's how he brainwashes Teal, and we've already seen how uh, a sarcophagus can, you know, fuck you up mentally, I, I wouldn't... He put a bomb on a young girl's chest. I don't put it past him putting Ryak in a sarcophagus to to do this, which would be super dark and depressing, which is probably why I think they avoided doing the torturing of a child on Stargate. Um, but yeah, that's my main, uh, my main thoughts for this spoiler section. I apologize if my thoughts aren't the most coherent. I literally 30 seconds ago finished watching season finale of Walking Dead. So for Walking Dead fans out there, you will fully understand why um, I'm trying to be coherent right now. And it's, you know, not the most successful of endeavors. So, um, but we'll be back next week with Secrets. We did watch that before Grace left today. And she had a couple holy shit moments in that. So there will be, <laughs> I, that will be a fun time. I, um... It's going to be an interesting podcast. I saved a couple spoilers and didn't tell her yet. So we will get her live um, reaction in the uh, in the daily or in the, the regular podcast as to, you know, the fact that the actress for Sharae is actually pregnant and uh, whose child she's pregnant with. Um, that's one of my fun facts for the episode. I enjoy that. So um, we will see you again next week. Here on There's No Place Like Tara. I hope you guys all have a wonderful week. Goodbye!